Hey everybody, this is Tom Sharpling, and welcome to Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. Basically, this is a podcast we're going to do every other week, giving you a uh, bite-sized version of all the mirth and mayhem that goes on every week on the best show on WFMU. So please check out this exciting clip. FMU, you're on the air. Tom. Yeah. It's Keith. Hey, Keith. How are you? Keith Schwarzendruber. Keith Schwarzendruber. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, how long has it been, Keith, since, I, since we've talked? It, it has to be at least 20 years. Let me see if I can remember. Uh, yeah, I think I can. The last time we spoke was uh, September seventeenth, nineteen ninety. Really? You know, you know the actual date of the oh, last uh, time we spoke. Of course I do. Yeah. The, and what? You know what, why? what why? I, that, uh, this is. I've. I have no idea what you're talking about. That was the day you ruined my life. How did I ruin your life? You got to be kidding! You 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 don't know. I have uh, absolutely no idea how I, how I ruined your life. Well, let me take you back, okay? Okay. Okay, it's that day, September seventeenth, nineteen ninety. Uh huh. Yours truly has an audition for second guitarist with Little Stephen and the New Disciples of Soul in Red Bank, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to drive me. But you pull out, and I don't get to go, and I don't get the gig. You know, you know what? I'm remembering this now. This is something I have not thought about in ages. Amazing. Unbel- so self-centered. I can't believe this. You, you want to know what? Now that I recall this, I'm pretty sure that was uh, when, my, when my brother... Uh, I had to take my brother to the hospital. Like Rob, uh, trying to think. Ronnie, Ronnie had broken his arm. Ronnie fell off a roof. Well, at the very least, you could have let me driven your parents' car. But no, you wouldn't. No, of course I would. I'm not going to let you drive. Bastard. What? Selfish bastard. I'm not going to let you drive my parents' car. You were a t- terrible driver. What are you talking about? What am I talking? You failed your driver's license. How many times did you fail your driver's license? I don't know, like four. Why? Yeah, <laughs> and I remember you when you finally did get your license. You got you got pulled over, like like coming back from the DMV. So, anyway, why were you pulled over? I was drinking. Yeah, <laughs> so I should let you. Well, it was a celebratory drink, you dummy. Well, you shouldn't. If you're going to have a celebratory drink for just getting your driver's license, you don't have it in a car. Well, don't most people have a couple martinis after they get their license? I think so. Well, uh, you are you are nuts, Keith. Well, <sighs> if, I, if I had gone to that audition, I would have gotten the gig, and I would never have had to worry about driving again. I'd have it made, but I don't, and I didn't because of you. Well, you know, 
you you need to really this is just crazy this is you've been you sound like you've been carrying something for 16 years now yep you know a lot of anger directed at you uh-huh well may you might want to uh you might want to rethink the rethink where your 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 anger here cuz you know correct me if i'm wrong you got that you got that uh audition cuz of your your brother wasn't your brother like a EMT guy with Steve uh, Van Zant's brother or something? Well, they worked together, yeah. But my brother told told his his bro that I was really good, and you know, uh huh, the ball was rolling, and you know, the ball stopped rolling. Yeah. But you were you were eighteen then, right? Yes. And so. You, you, so again, don't take this the wrong way because you're already mad enough. Just you don't you don't think that that was maybe like a like a mercy uh, audition? You really think you would have gotten that job? Of course I would. You used to always tell me how great I was. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you you were eighteen, and you were great for an eighteen year old. Thank you. You know, like a kid. You were great for a kid who was in just you know, you know, hobby bands that didn't play outside the rec center. I can't believe I'm hearing this. I, I was so fully prepared for that audition. I learned almost all the songs from those records. Uh-huh. I was really sounding good, too. Uh-huh. So, you know what, though? I I can remember you at 18. You didn't sound that good. I mean, no. again, no offense, because you sound good. like you're boiling over now. I made, I made that Hondo speak, and you know it. That Hondo, that was your guitar? Yeah. Because you had one of those cheap, those cheap guitars. It wasn't that cheap. How much did you pay for it? $160. Yeah, why? Well, that's not a good guitar. You know, it's still my main rock rod. What is? That Hondo. Freddie Sue. Fre- Freddie Sue, that's the name of your guitar? Yeah. Oh, that's anyone a, worth their salt names their guitar. Yeah, well, that that's one you of the... You should know that. Uh, well, you know what? I do know that. You know why I know that? Because it's one of the biggest rock cliches you can have naming your guitar. So it's a named after a woman, Freddie Sue. No, the Freddie is for Freddy Krueger. That's who was on the screen the night I first made love. Oh. And, and Sue, uh-huh. you know, which of course well, means who's, warrior. Well, who, who's and, Sue? It means warrior. Warrior. Like the Injun tribe. Oh, you mean like S-I-O-U-X. Wait, how did you spell it? Like the like the American Indian tribe, Sioux, yeah. the Sioux? Isn't it S-I-O-X? I thought it, I thought it was S-I-O-U-X. Uh, is it really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure why. I spelled it wrong. So it's set, you actually have that written on your it's guitar. It's engraved in it, yeah. Uh, well, then that guitar is maybe worth even a little less now. You wouldn't uh, believe the autographs I have on this thing. Who 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 signed your guitar? Oh, only all the biggest names in rock. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Like, this thing's like going to be in the Rock Hall someday. Like who? Uh, Mick Avery. Mick Avery. Yeah. From the Kinks. Yep. 
Okay. Uh, Michael Anthony. From Van Halen? Yep. How'd you get that signature? Uh, I met him at a uh, Jack Daniels uh, convention. Uh, so was he there with his bass? He was, yes. Uh-huh. So you got uh, him to sign your guitar? I did, yes. Uh, who Darren else? Hill. Who? Darren Hill. Who's Darren Hill? Uh, he was in the Red Rockers. I have no I, 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 so Sorry, I didn't know all the members of the Red Rockers off the top uh, of my head. Rick Wakeman. The keyboardist. Yes. So what instrument did Darren Hill play? in, bass. in the Why? Bass. Because so far you've named two bass players, a keyboard player, and a drummer. Stuart Copeland. Another drummer. Rob Hyman. What did he play? Keyboards. So, another keyboard player. And Bez from the Happy Mondays. <laughs> what? I have no idea what he played. He didn't play anything. He was their dancer. So your key, your your guitar consists of a few keyboard players, bunch of bass players, a couple drummers, and a and a dancer. Yeah, it's hard to get guitarist autographs. I've found. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure everybody. Maybe they don't want to sign Hondo guitars. Uh, screw you. You know, well, Keith, I have no idea what. I have no idea why you're so angry at me. Still, that was. You know, you it could... changed my life for the worst. Uh huh. And you know, I would have gotten that gig. And had I gotten that gig with Little Steven? Yeah. You know, here's how it was going to roll out. How what was going to roll out? My life. How? I would have gotten in the band. Uh huh. He would have taken me under his wing. Okay. I would have gotten better and better. And then, of course, there'd be that fateful night. What fateful night? Guess who stops by the practice pad? By what? By what? The practice pad? Were you and the you and the new disciples are rehearsing? Are practicing? Yep. Uh huh. Can I guess? Yes. The boss. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um. And guess guess who he's bowled over by? You. Yep. Okay, go ahead. And then he asked me to join his band. Remember, he put out those two solo records that he put out in, like, 92 or something? Yeah, those two terrible solo albums. Uh, Human Torch and what was the other one called? Lucky Days? I think it was Human Touch, actually. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was Human Touch. I think the other one's called Lucky Town. You might be right about that one, but I'm 100% sure that it's, it's Human Torch. Oh, well, whatever. It, that that really doesn't matter. So, well, so, and then I would have gone on a world tour uh-huh. with Bruce, uh-huh. become huge, got my own solo deal, but I didn't. That never happened, and instead I ended up playing in crummy local bands like Jester's Folly, Crackpipe Susie, and Brett Haskins' New The Clash. Thank you. And that's my fault. It is. That you couldn't get your yourself to an audition that you were 18 and and we're we're supposed to. Uh, supposed I didn't have a ride. Well, if it was that important to you, you should have gotten a ride. You were my ride. And my brother broke his arm, and I had to take him to the hospital. He's fine now. I'm not. <laughs> That's not my. You know what? You control. You control your own destiny with this stuff. 
I couldn't control those guys throwing me out of those bands. And, and why, why, so what, so you went from, from that fantasy that you just unveiled, which has about literally, I'm going to say literally, a thousand things wrong with it. It would have happened. You, you have, you prefigured about uh, uh, countless steps that will, would never have happened. Says you. Yeah, says me. Yep, says me. So, uh, it's, so you, but now you're get, you're in these awful bands, and you're getting thrown out of them. Asked to leave, yeah. Uh huh. And why? Why is that? If you're so, if you're so good, why? If you were of the caliber where you should be rocking it with Bruce Springsteen, uh huh. How come you couldn't make it? And was that a crack pipe? What was that? Crack pipe, Susie. Yeah, and how come you got thrown out of Crackpipe Susie? Well, in Crackpipe Susie, they said they needed a, a guitarist who could, you know, pick. You mean somebody who could do some actual picking? Not just play bar chords, yeah. Uh -huh. And with Jester's Folly, they needed someone that could play leads. Uh, and Brett Haskins knew The Clash. Uh, they needed someone, they said, who could play what's called a groove, you know, in time with everyone else in the band. Uh-huh. So... Basically, creative differences all around. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like they needed someone who was creative. Well, thanks to you, I had to give all that up, all that music stuff, my dreams, and get a real job. And you're talking to the manager of the furniture furnace. The furniture furnace in Old Westbridge. Is that that's that place where they make all the furniture, like the chairs and couches? Like, do they melt down scrap metal? Yeah. It's good stuff. I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty cool stuff, and it's very... It's very uh, it doesn't seem comfortable. It's in your budget. Yeah, but it doesn't seem comfortable. You know what else isn't comfortable? What? Uh, getting arrested because of you. Oh, uh, how did I Th get... Thrown in the back of a cop car? Uh-huh, and how did... How did how, please tell me how I was to blame for you getting arrested. Well, because of you, I spiraled out of control, and I got addicted to coke. That's my fault. Yep, and I got arrested for possession. Twice. <laughs> yeah, twice. Oh, so so apparently I didn't help you learn your lesson. And once for B and E. B breaking and entering. Do you know that dairies are in Redbridge? Yeah. I I broke into it. And that's me doing that. I was so gacked. I was stealing those uh, what they call dolly bars. What are dolly bars? They're kind of like dilly bars that you get at Dairy Queen, but they, you know, they're called dolly bars. Same thing, okay. pretty much. And that's my fault. Pretty much, yeah. Wow, you really don't want to take any blame for this, do you? It's on you, but... Uh-huh, but, okay. I'm pleased to announce things are on the upswing. They're going to change drastically. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how so? Are you in front of a computer? Yeah, I am. Okay. Go to this website. Okay. Double, double, W. Okay, hold on. WWW. Dot. Go ahead. NJ. It's all one word. Uh-huh. NJLookalikes.net. L-O-O-K-A-L-I-K-E-S.net. Okay. All right, go to the Rockers tab. 
Okay, hold on. All right. Hit Black Crows. Okay. Da -da 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 -da. Blamange. Um, Black Sabbath, Black Crows. Okay. All right. <laughs> and... But it's like a guy. It's like a. It's like a guy who looks like the guitarist. Uh huh. Like the other bro, like the singers, Chris Robinson, and what's the uh -huh. other guy, Rick Robinson? Rich Robinson. Uh huh. Wait, that's not you, is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I, I gotta give you. <laughs> uh huh. I, I gotta give uh -huh. you. You do look like the guy from. The brother, Rich Robinson from uh, the Black Crows. Yep. Thank you. You know, there's like three photos of you here, but I got to say, you kind of are, they seem like you're pulling your hair in front of your face, kind of, and puckering your, your lips a little bit to try to match that look. Yeah, if I don't do that, I really don't look much like him at all. Uh-huh. So I got to do that all the time. And this is kind of like, this is like the way he looked back when they started. Like, this is like a 1990 look. Like Rich Robinson circa 1990. Like with the long hair. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, does he even have that hair anymore? Uh, no, but again, I really don't look anything like him without all the long hair that I kind of put in my face. Uh-huh. And, and when, I, when I pucker. Yeah. So I gotta do I gotta do that. So you're on this New Jersey lookalike site. Yeah. And what is this? You get they hire you for work or something? Uh -huh. Yeah, I've done a few parties in the uh, Quint City area. As 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 Rich Robinson from the Black Crows. Oh yeah, yeah. How many parties have you done? Well, I've I've been to six. And I performed at two of them. You've been to six and you performed, what do you mean, you played guitar? Yeah. I was supposed to play guitar at all six. Uh-huh. But I was asked to leave four of them. And why were you asked to leave any of them? Because I couldn't play the leads to Jealous Again or She Talks to Angels. So, so you got, you got, <laughs> you got asked to leave these parties because you're like a a rich Robinson lookalike, yeah, who was supposed to play Black Crow songs but couldn't. I could most. I could pretty much play them. Yeah, with the bar chords, rhythm guitar, and one of them I had to leave. In addition to not being able to really nail the parts, my neck was really cricked. Uh huh. You know, because I got I had to cock my head all the time to maintain that look. Like to have your hair down in your and face. And the pout, yeah. Uh-huh. But like I said, when, I, when it's happening, like when I got it, I look just like him and look out. Oh, man. I'm having this torrid affair with the woman who's the Rindy Ross lookalike. Rindy, what, where do I know that name? Come on, man. Rindy Ross. From Quarter Flash. So, so what is that something you lookalikes do? You meet up and yeah, we're all booked by uh, by NJ lookalikes, 
and it's bad though because she's sort of engaged to to uh, this guy who's a Bobby Blotzer lookalike. That's the drummer from Rat. Exactly. He's uh-huh. on the warpath. He's on the warpath because you're having an affair with Torrid, his yes. with his fiance. Yes. I'm, sure, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you said Torrid twice. Well, it's it's very passionate. Uh-huh. It's, very, well, it's a very erotic uh, oh, airing. I want. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah, but uh, I should say my days with uh, NJ lookalikes are coming to an end. How how so? Well. I'm joining the Black Crows. Wait, yeah, how? As as what? Guitarist. I'm kind of li- well, I'm not. So you're, but you're joining the Black Crows. Yeah. What are they like? Getting another guitarist or something? No, I'd be replacing Rich. How? Don't tell anybody, okay? Uh-huh. Here's here's the plan, and it's it's I think you'll agree it's foolproof. Okay? Okay, go ahead. The crows are coming to uh the PNC Bank Center mm-hmm. on the twenty second of July. Okay. And by that point I'm gonna be completely richified. Just totally getting into the mindset of, of the man, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. And after the show, I'm going to lure him to my car with the promise of a rare 1960 Les Paul. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to have my look on that night. I'm, I'm going to look like I normally do. You know, I'm not, I don't have the look, so the he's rich not, thing happening. So he's not worried that a Rich Robinson look-alike is luring him. Exactly. Normally I look like, uh, you know, some people have said Brian Foster. Who's that? He was the second Chris on the Partridge family. Like what he looks like now. And where where do you hear about that in that New Jersey lookalikes community? I did. It was up. Uh, I was originally kind of brought in as 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 a Brian Foster lookalike, but that was kind of boring for me. Well, you know, I, I knew I wouldn't be able to you know get as much happening on the ladies' front. Uh huh. You know, if, if I rocked that look. So you moved on to Rich Robinson. Yeah. yeah. So anywho, anywho, he's going to come out to my car in the parking lot. I'm going to tell him the guitar is in the back seat. Uh-huh. He's going to get in the back seat. And then I'm going to color form him. He's going to pass out. Hey, what are you going to do to him? I'm going to color form him. What's that? That's like a kid's toy from the, from the 70s. What? Color Have you ever form? seen those movies where the guy comes behind someone else and has the has the like the handkerchief and he puts it against his nose and his face and the guy passes out? Chloroform? Wait, how do you say it? Chloroform. I don't think so. Um, I do think so. Color forms are are kids it's like a kid's uh plastic stick on a stick on toy. I don't know. But anyway, he's out at this point. I'm going to go into his pocket, get out his cell phone. I'm going to call his brother, Chris, who's going to be like on the bus, you know, waiting to leave. Mm -hmm. And tell him I'm going to meet up with him and the tour two days later at the next stop in Scranton. That's the next gig, Scranton, PA. Okay. I'm going to say I'm going to the Shorford to to drive like dune buggies or something. Uh Uh-huh. And then... Here's where it gets really smart on my part. 
Yeah, I, I, wow, I can't wait to hear this. I drive Rich to the banks of Newbridge Bay. Okay. And we get in this speedboat that I bought and that I've hidden under this tarp. And then we boat into the Atlantic for 20 miles until we hit the Delaware Isles. Uh-huh. Which, you know, is, is a string of like six islands, very, very tiny islands. Okay. And I drag Rich onto the fifth aisle. The one that's next to the one aisle where they shot that beach volleyball scene in President Baseball. Okay. And then I bring Rich to, and he gets his first glimpse at where he's going to spend the rest of his life and die. So you're going to kill him on the island? Oh, no, 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 no. No, he's going to live a normal life. It just won't be anywhere near civilization. Uh-huh. So you're going to leave him on an island for the rest of his natural life. Yeah, but like I said, he's not going to be mistreated. I'll be dropping these care packages on the island like once or twice a month via this airplane that I just bought. Uh-huh. I've been working on getting my pilot's license. Yeah. And I just need like 280 more in-flight hours of training, and then I'll, I'll, I'll be set. Wow, this is... This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I've also built a decent-sized hut on the island. And I think he's going to be really comfortable there. Uh-huh. And I've really thought this out. I'm also going to have to do a bunch of medical training, because in case Rich ever gets sick or anything, uh-huh. I can't bring, like, a real doctor there, because then the jig is up and I'll, I'll go to the hut. Yeah. And Not- so I've been reading all these medical books to learn how to, like, you know, do stuff like take out someone's appendix and tonsils, how to treat old-timers' disease, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Did you know that you have two kidneys? Yeah, I did know that. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, well, you I guess you've got a long way to go with this medical training. And in 10 years, I'm going to be a god to him. Uh-huh. Because he, I'll be the only person that he knows at, at this point. It's a pretty cool situation. I'm, I'll probably write a book or something. Yeah, it sounds really realistic, too. Like, it, How much money is that costing you? Well, the speedboat was like 20 grand. Uh-huh. It's going to cost about 5 grand a month to, you know, to do the, the food drops, you know, get that all together. And uh-huh. it, I mean, it's not going to be like gruel or anything. It's going to be like real pretty good stuff, what he's, he's accustomed to. Okay. You know? Like, you know... Nice, nice pol- poultries and turkeys and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like uh, good quality fish. Uh, you know, holiday sauce, stuff like that. Uh huh. Wait, uh, what? What? What was that? Uh, good quality fish. No, after that. Oh, holiday sauce. What is ho- holiday sauce? Yeah. What is, you mean hollandaise? I guess you haven't been to many upscale restaurants and had holiday sauce. I don't know, you know. No, it's hollandaise. What is? The name of the sauce. Uh, I don't think so, but anyway. What do you mean, holiday? Like you eat it on holidays? Yeah. But for him, every day is sort of going to be a holiday because you know I owe it. I owe that to him. Yeah, on his on his uh, like on his island jail. On his death island, yes. Oh, you call it a death island? I won't. I won't call that to him. No. Uh-huh. But. 
Now, let me just also, the other, the other half of this imprisonment yeah. thing. Meanwhile, what are, what are you doing now? Are you, you are, like, back in America. Uh-huh. Well, the next day, after I get him situated, yeah. I boat back to the mainland, bop on over to Newark Airport. Sure. Jet over to Scranton. Uh-huh. Go to the Crow's Hotel. Check in into my suite. By now, I've got all of Rich's ideas, his wallet and stuff. So I'm pretty much golden. Uh, geez, next, I, I don't know, I call up some groupies. We do the deed, uh, maybe do some rails. <laughs> so you're back to doing coke again. Well, I can afford to now. and I mean, I'm uh, not going to drive anywhere. Oh, of course so. you can, because now you're Rich Robinson. Bingo, yeah. Yeah. And, it's totally foolproof, isn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, I, I, it sounds really, I can't imagine that. Well, you are you a better? I hope you're a better guitarist now because he's a pretty accomplished guitar player. I'm just as good as I ever was, and I practice like three times a week. Well, oh wow! Sometimes with a metronome. Uh huh. If I can hang with it, that's little. That's tough still, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just you're going to go out on stage every night. Uh huh. As Rich Robinson. Yeah. And nobody, including the lead singer of the band, who is ostensibly your brother, is going to notice. Well, that's I've got that thought out. See, when I get back, I'll, I'll be kind of aloof for a little bit, and I'll just, I'm not going to be talking to anyone, really. So I'll just say that, uh, you know, when I was down at the shore, I rolled my dune buggy, and it screwed up my equilibriderm. So I'm kind of like... You know, kind of freaky. I'm not uh, even. Just, I'm not even going to ask you about equilibriderm. That's like your inner ear, isn't it? I'm not asking you about it. Keep going on with your story. I just okay. it, it's keep please keep going well, on. Then after a few days, they'll get used to me being that way and not really talking much, and the tour will just roll on, and it's going to be great. Uh, there is one thing though that I I am sort of concerned with. What's that? I'm a little. Not worried, but concerned with how I'm going to get along with Rich's wife and kids. Yeah, that might be a little uh, tricky, that you're going to go into a uh, a house and pose as a wife and father to people you've never met before. Well, I do have this sort of plan. What I'm going to do, uh, I, I really need to ask Rich a bunch of questions before I jet Basically, you know, like about the kids and the wife, uh, birthdays, favorite foods, what their names are, what they look like, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 the basics. Oh, I hope I'm attracted to the wife. Well, uh, yeah, that. But even if I'm not. Uh huh, yeah. I mean, she'll understand that as a rock star, I can pretty much do whatever I want and sample whatever goods I want. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> that's. Know? Sure, I don't think that's much of a, a, a problem to worry about. Well, and how about my uh, <laughs> my sister-in-law? Your sister-in-law... Pre- pretty hot, huh? Your sister-in-law would be Kate Hudson. Yeah, well, Kate Hudson, yeah, sure. Oh, my sister-in-law is Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, I think it's Kate Hudson is married to uh, Chris Robinson. Chris Robinson's married to Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm pretty sure. Um, no, that's the the guy in uh, in uh, Coldplay. Well, I'm I'm glad I found that out now. 
Regardless, I wonder if uh, my bro will let me. Um... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, sample the, those goods. Uh, I don't know. Do you think? I mean, he's got to. We're bothered. I, I don't think that's a problem. I think that'll probably go great. Also, this is all going to just go perfectly, and I, I, I can't foresee any problem with you. Uh, kidnapping somebody, uh, putting them on an island that you're going to maintain their their lifestyle until their natural life uh, expires, uh, including uh, getting a pilot's license and learning how to uh, do airdrops and then becoming a doctor as well to take care of any medical issues a person might have. Meanwhile, you're going back to America and posing as, as uh, a guitarist from a really popular band, and uh, a band that features your brother in it, and you're just going to pretend to be this guy and live the rock style, the rock star life for the for the rest of your life. You know, hearing it back from you just now, yeah, only confirms what I thought. It is foolproof. It is. A... It's it's like I have masterminded the perfect uh, perfect crime. This is going to be on the History Channel someday after I'm gone. And, you know, I do need a favor from you. Here's, here's where you get to uh, right that wrong that you did me back, uh, back then. Okay, uh, what is that? I need you to meet me at Newbridge Bay and help me get Rich out of my car and into the speedboat, because I think he's going to be too heavy for me. Um, you got to do it. No, I'm going to say no. Come on, I will get you as many metal rocking chairs and metal ottomans as you want for like 30% off. How are you going to pass that up? Um, I kind of don't get that. That furniture, furnace stuff looks really uncomfortable. Same old Tom. Same old Tom. Well, my friend, all I can say to you is yeah, you're going to be regretting this. When I summon the Sioux Warrior spirits on your butt from my guitar. Fre- from Freddie Sue. Yes. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna summon Indi- American Indian spirits to yeah. to get revenge on the guy who wouldn't help you kidnap someone. Uh, and ruined my life. Uh huh. Leading to me to me having to kidnap someone just just to make an honest living. Well, that's really offensive. They're going to get you. That is that is, that is stupid and offensive. So that yeah, that's how Indians talk. They they go whoa 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 whoa. Wow. I don't I don't know what to. I, I don't I don't know what to think. Well, thank you for listening to Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. If you like what you just heard, the full-length program is done each and every Tuesday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen on your radio in the New York, New Jersey area at 91.1 FM or anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. 
WFMU.org also has an extensive archiving of all the previous episodes of The Best Show. And you can get more information on the program over at friendsoftom.com. I want to thank a few people, if I could. Martin DeGrell, the producer and compiler of Best Show Gems. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the producer of the full-length three-hour Best Show podcast each and every week, and the protector of the Best Show and WFMU archives. Thank you, Mel. John Worcester, obviously, thank you. Associate producer Mike, and everybody at WFMU, thank you so much. If you like what you just heard, check out the full-length show. Uh, You can download the podcast or listen live at WFMU.org.